1: The next story is posted by Vivica Snow from our slash erotica. The title of this post is Lori Hole Gabby. Sit back and enjoy the story. I'm heading out, Dad. Be back sometime after midnight. I shouted from the front hall. Where you headed? He shouted back, going to the movies and probably ice cream after. I lied. All right, Han, have fun. Say, can you grab the mail before you go? I finished tying my boots and opened the front door, poking my head out and lifting the flap on our mailbox right under the doorbell. I shut the door behind me and looked through the pile of mostly junk for anything with my name on it. Anything good? My dad asked as I walked into the living room where he was watching some boring History Channel documentary Bill, Junk, Junk Magazine, and What's this? I asked, plucking a letter out of the stack addressed to him from the local clinic. Let me see, he said, taking the pile from my hands. He stared at the letter but didn't open it. Probably just results from my physical last week. You had a physical last week? Yeah. I'm finally at the stage where they put a finger up my butt for. Okay, why too much information? I laughed. It wasn't that bad, actually. He was very. Okay, bye, love you, I said, waving my hands as if to swat away any more details of his medical exam. He laughed and let me go. We have a pretty good relationship, if you couldn't tell. Technically, he wasn't my real dad, but he married my mom when I was just a baby and took care of me like I was his own. When my mom died a few years ago, the judge didn't have any problem giving him full custody. It helped that my biological father didn't show up for the hearing. He hadn't showed up to anything at any point in my life. So as far as I was concerned, Matthew was my dad. Since then, it's just been him and me against the world. I double-checked that I had my phone. Extra tissues A small bottle of flavored lube A few extra hair ties and some wet wipes Once I was confident I had everything I called in Uber to come pick me up and take me to my night job If I'm perfectly honest, it was more of a power hobby than a job It all started when I went into an adult toy store to buy some lube and condoms one night When the owner asked if I was interested in making any extra money As a young college girl, of course I was interested Given the place I was in I assumed she would ask me to do porn. Several guys over the years have tried to get me to model for them or become a star, but I'm not naive enough to fall for that. Sometimes it sucks being cute and curvy. I bet flat-chested girls don't get those kind of offers as much as I do, but maybe I'm wrong. Anyway, I figured it couldn't hurt to see what her offer was. She asked if I enjoyed giving head. As a matter of fact, I do. I said, giving a blowjob was my first sexual experience and it had been a favorite of mine ever since. There's something empowering about it to me. Like, my partner only gets as much pleasure as I'm willing to give him. If I want to suck his brains out, I can. If I want to torture him, I can do that too. Plus, making a guy come with my mouth feels like a challenge that gets rewarded by funny groans and a shot of sperm. Maybe I'm weird, but I like it. Ever work a glory hole? She asked me. Can't say I have, I admitted. Oh, honey, if you like sucking dick you'd love every second of my booth. She went on to explain it to me. I understood the basics of course. You go in. A dick comes through the hole in the wall and you suck it. She said I would get $100 for a 4-hour shift plus 25% of all tips. That's pretty good money for a Midwestern girl like me. The door would remain locked at all times, and I could refuse service if someone was unhygienic or I felt weird about it. She said all men would wear a condom unless they submitted an STD test less than a week old. I would be paid in cash, and my identity would be protected as best as she could. All in all, she seemed reasonable for a gal asking a college girl to blow random dudes for her. I expected her to be much more gross. She said there were cameras in the store to protect the inventory, but not in the back area where I would be. Plus, anyone using the glory hole had to turn in their phone before they entered. As a girl who enjoyed giving head and making money, it seemed like a pretty sweet deal. At the very least, I figured I'd try it and see what I thought of the whole thing. My first night I made over 300 bucks. Most of the guys were very respectful and appreciative of my services. And only one asked for my number. With that kind of money on the table and a chance for me to enjoy my wilder side and relative secrecy, I started scheduling more days to keep myself busy. With school it was sometimes tough. But Priya, the manager, always worked around my schedule. I assumed she had other girls who helped out, but I never actually saw any. Priya was very strict about privacy. I think she knew the kind of mess she would get into if a customer got too clingy or if the cops came snooping around. Her glory hole worked on an unofficial donation policy. So technically there was a chance we'd get stiffed with every customer. But she was good about turning away the cheapskates. We had a healthy group of regulars that were common enough that I got to know some of them. Not by face or name, but by their cocks and conversations. Some guys used my little booth like a form of therapy. They'd tell me about their stresses at work or at home. Explain the injustices in their life. Blow their load and thank me for my time. I was pretty good at it. Especially after a few nights in the booth so it didn't take me longer than 10 or 15 minutes for most guys. Many were over and done in five. The thrill of the situation probably contributed to my quick turnover rate, but I liked to think I was a pro. I had an Uber drop me off a few blocks from the sex shop. Fortunately, it wasn't in a seedy part of town. There were plenty of business around, and I often got fast food before or after my shifts. I always liked to walk the last few blocks so that the Uber drivers didn't have an idea what I was up to or bother to investigate. I went through the back door of the shop, where there were no cameras, and unlocked the booth. Priya gave me my own key, so I didn't have to be seen out front if I didn't want to. Once I was situated in the booth, I texted Priya that I was inside and open for business. The booth had normal lights on a dimmer and a red light so you could see in the dark if you wanted to. I always chose the red light. One, because I felt it added a little mystery and two, because nosy customers sometimes wanted to shatter that mystery and identify me by peeking through the hole. In the darkness of the red light, they couldn't really do that. I sat with my back against the wall and played with my phone, waiting for a customer. The booth had two holes, one on either side, and neither of them saw any action that night. Normally there was a small burst of customers at the beginning of the shift who have been waiting all day for the experience and then another burst at the end of the night for the more shy guys. With the two holes I could tease one side while pleasing the other, and I usually kept them coming and going pretty fast. Ha! Coming and going. I crack myself up sometimes. For hours I sat there in my cheap tank top and undies just browsing the internet and draining my phone's battery. Luckily, I got paid my hundred bucks regardless if anyone showed up, but I preferred busy nights. If it was busy I got a lot more money, and it was just more fun. I texted Priya a few times to make sure she knew I was back there and she said it was a slow night up front as well. Right as my shift was about to end, I heard the door open to my right in booth B and saw the light flick on through the hole in the wall. I put my hair up, using one of the rubber ties around my wrist, and prepared for action. I saw some awkward shuffling on the other side of the hole. This late at night it was probably a shy newbie worried about the etiquette. I watched as his dick came through the hole in the wall. It was still flaccid. That wasn't entirely out of the ordinary but most guys were pretty excited to be there. The fact that he wasn't wearing a condom meant he went the extra mile to prove he was clean. So he clearly planned this out ahead of time. Without ceremony or introductions, I leaned forward and took him into my mouth, sucking slowly and gently just to get his blood moving. I pulled my face back, creating tension in my mouth as my lips pulled on him, then sucked again to take him all the way and once more. Since he wasn't hard and seemed pretty average-sized, It was easy to fit him entirely in my mouth. Normally I heard some moaning and felt them thicken in my mouth during this step, but mystery man stayed silent and soft. I patiently kept sucking on him, wiggling my tongue around in my mouth to give him different sensations. After a few minutes with no progress, I slid him out of my mouth to speak. Is everything okay? I asked. Oh, hello? His muffled voice said as if he didn't think a real person was just blowing him. Yes, I'm sorry. It's been a few years for me and I'm really nervous. Any special requests? I asked. I can do that. As long as it's reasonable. Sure. I said. Umum, um, would it be weird if I felt your chest a little? Knock yourself out. I said. It wasn't an uncommon request. Being groped by strange men wasn't exactly a turn on for me, but I didn't mind it in this scenario and it usually helped them finish faster. Plus, not to toot my own horn, but I have a great rack. I kneeled down in front of the hole and put my chest about a foot away from it so his hand could come through and feel my breasts right away. A strong, calloused hand came through the hole, like that of a construction worker. It reminded me of my stepdad, who actually was a construction worker. The fingers pawed through the air until I leaned forward and let him feel my chest. I still had a bra and tank top on, but most guys didn't mind that. As his fingers touched the fabric of my top they recoiled. Like he was surprised. Slowly his hand came back, probing my breasts cautiously. Wow, they're enormous, he said. Thanks. Are they real? Sure are, I said. I reached up and pulled down the cup of my bra, taking the fabric of my tank top with it. He felt the movement and moved his fingers over to investigate. As his rough fingers slid over the soft skin of my breasts, they gradually became more confident. What began as shy rubbing turned to a firm grip around my entire breast and even some lifting and jiggling, like he was testing the weight. Holy cow, they feel amazing, he said. For some reason his groping was actually arousing me. It felt good. Usually when a stranger is fondling my breasts it's a means to an end, just part of the job. This guy felt different. Most guys were rough, they grabbed hold of me and squeezed like I was a stress ball. This was one of the main reasons I kept my bra on to offer some padding for such manhandling. Mystery man caressed my breasts, sweeping his fingers over them and tickling my soft flesh in a careful, caring sort of way. He savored the experience, and in turn I enjoyed it quite a bit too. His as a parting gift, he pinched my nipple. It was a playful pinch, not an aggressive one, and I'll admit it felt really nice. His hand retreated from the hole, and I was disappointed. I wanted more of his touch. Then his cock came through, this time firmer. That's better. I said, reaching forward with my hand to stroke him a little and encourage the boner that was growing for me. As he got harder, his cock pleasantly surprised me. Working a glory hole you see a lot of them, and they're all a little different. He was average length, but more girthy than most. There weren't any bumps or blemishes, and his thick veins didn't snake in weird or harsh angles. All in all it was the kind of dick they modeled dildos after, pristine and perfect. Once he was fully hard, I licked my lips and got to work. I started by licking circles around the tip, tracing that little ridge that looked like a helmet. I flicked my tongue out to rub the belly of that same area, taking my time to tease him a little and build up his arousal. His cock twitched in response, rising up and bumping my nose. I wrapped my lips around the tip and sucked on it like a pacifier, pulling with my lips and creating firm suction. I heard a groan on the other side of the wall and knew I was going in the right direction. Next, I flatted out my tongue and did a long lick down his shaft, practically sticking my tongue through to the other side of the booth before I licked my way back up. I arrived at his tip once again and took it into my mouth, turning my head and letting him push against the inside of my cheek. I rotated my head, rubbing his tip over that smooth, sensitive flesh, and wiggled my tongue under his shaft, wrapping it around his girth so the tip of my tongue touched my top lip even with him still in my mouth. Oh, wow, this is amazing! He moaned from the other side of the booth. I slid his cock out of my mouth and let my hand stroke him up and down. It was easy thanks to my saliva acting as a lubricant. You said it's been a while, can I ask how long? Almost three years, he said. I watched as his cock pushed through the wall a little more and his balls rested inside the padded hole like he was reaching out with his cock for my mouth again. No lovin' for that long. No, I lost my wife and haven't had the courage to date, he said. I immediately felt bad. It was none of my business. Well, I'll take care of you, Han, I said, sliding my fingers down his shaft and gently pulling his swollen balls through the hole in the wall and resting them on my side of the booth. I leaned forward and sucked one of them into my mouth. I heard the wall creak between us as his weight shifted from the pleasure. I played with his first ball in my mouth for a moment before switching to the second one. His moans told me everything I needed to know. Not all guys have sensitive balls, but I always found it kind of fun when they did. My phone buzzed, I let his balls escape my mouth, and used my left hand to gently stroke mystery man. I wiped my right hand on my top and used it to check my phone. Priya was telling me my shift was over and asking if I still had a customer. I replied that I was taking care of him and would leave when I was done. My battery was almost dead. It was such a slow night that all my phone playing drained it significantly. Please keep going, mystery man said. His voice sounded desperate. I put my phone down and licked his balls again before sliding my tongue up the length of his shaft and taking his bulbous cock head between my lips once again. I angled my face so that as I lowered my head, he would rub against the roof of my mouth. Some guys liked it, some didn't. The ridges were an interesting sensation, at least. He seemed to enjoy it, so I kept rubbing him against the roof of my mouth tasting his sticky percum as it squeezed out with each push. Eventually I switched tactics and started to do a good old-fashioned bob, sucking on him until he reached the back of my throat, then keeping the suction as I pulled my face back up, creating a sort of vacuum that drove men nuts. With the wall between us there was no way I could technically deep throat a guy, not fully. But since he was of average length by the time he hit the back of my throat, there was only an inch or so left for me to try to get down and I was never one to turn down a challenge. I bobbed my head up and down his thick cock, letting him touch the back of my throat over and over. His moans grew louder, and his dick twitched more regularly in my mouth. I tasted little bursts of his precum every so often, and I enjoyed the flavor. Every guy tastes different, but he was actually yummy. I wondered what his diet was. Once my throat was used to his girth and his cock was slick and slobbery. I pulled back long enough to take a deep breath through my nose and use the lungful of air as a reserve to slowly push my face down as far as it could go. He reached the back of my throat and it took me a second to get the angle right and push him further, sliding my lips down his shaft until my nose touched the wall. Thankfully, I had a pretty solid gag reflex. Not much bothered me. I held my face down with his full length in my throat and wiggled my tongue out under his shaft to tickle his balls. The wall creaked again. The move was kind of a signature for me, but it only really worked on guys with sensitive balls. I wiggled my tongue underneath him, tickling his balls and letting the warmth of my mouth envelope his entire mass until my air ran out. I slowly pulled my face up his cock, sucking gingerly on the tip while I took in a few breaths of air through my nose and dove back down for another round. Once again, I pushed him down my throat and pushed my tongue out to play with his balls, enjoying the noises he made from the other side. With any luck, these tricks would turn him into a regular. He was polite, clean, and easy to please, so I was happy to service him again. In a perfect world, he'd be a big tipper too, even if he wasn't. I was enjoying myself as much as him. Like I said, I love giving head. Sue me. after taking his full length down my throat a few times, I picked up the pace. Up and down his shaft I went, feeling his pulse throb on my tongue. Each time I went down I touched my nose to the wall between us making sure to take as much of Mystery Man into my mouth as possible. A gesture I didn't give to most customers. Something about him made me feel strangely connected. Maybe I felt bad for him losing his wife. Maybe he was just a kind soul that I resonated with. I tightened my lips around him, trying to create a distinct ring of pressure for him to feel like I was milking him with my mouth. It would have been much easier to get my hands involved. But like I said before, I love a challenge. I also wanted to stick out in his mind and give him a reason to come back. If a mouth-only blowjob to completion on his first visit didn't do it, then I didn't know what would. Working a four-hour shift sucking dicks gives you pretty good stamina for this sort of thing. So I kept my head bobbing up and down, lips pinched around his shaft, deep-throating him as best I could for another few minutes. I felt my saliva dripping down my chin since I had challenged myself to only use my mouth but a sloppy blowjob was usually a good one in my experience. His cock grew harder and harder as I sucked, the once spongy resistance turning solid over time. His balls were tight to his body and ready to unload. I knew this because I felt them on my chin with each trip down his shaft. His moans grew louder. His dick got harder and I could have sworn he was ready to pop. Some guys can linger at the edge of their orgasm for a while though, and I'd be upset with myself if I quit early and ruined it for him. With endless determination, I bobbed my head up and down his throbbing cock even as his moans grew silent. In case you didn't know, proper etiquette at a glory hole is to knock on the wall when you are about to come. This lets the girl prepare for it in whatever way she sees fit. Not all guys abide by that rule, but it's there nonetheless. There's a bucket in the room for accidents, but usually there's a condom to save me from the mess, so it's a non-issue. Mystery Man Being new and not knowing the proper procedure erupted into my mouth without warning and I almost choked on the resulting tidal wave of cum. What happened next was decidedly out of character for me. If I'm completely honest, I don't know what came over me in that moment. Normally, my instinct would be to get off the guy's junk and let him finish into my hand while I spit out the first load, unless they specifically requested to come in my mouth and promised a hefty tip in exchange. Even then, I'd spit. Most guys didn't taste great, and it didn't take long to get cum breath which nobody enjoys. For mystery man, I swallowed. The first load I basically had no choice. I would have drowned otherwise. But as I tasted his first spurt and didn't hate it I let him continue to shoot into my mouth. He groaned loudly and I felt his cock buck and throb between my lips. I kept bobbing my head up and down, still milking his shaft with my mouth as he unloaded his balls for me. His voice rose an octave, but I kept sucking. The twitching mellowed until eventually it subsided. I gulped down the warm. Thick mouthful of cum and licked my lips clean, keeping with my no hands challenge. I leaned forward and took him into my mouth again, pinching my lips around the base of his cock and sucking hard while I pulled my face up to his tip, squeezing out any remaining sperm trapped in his shaft. Once I was satisfied he was empty, I let his cock slide out of my mouth so that he could take a break. You're supposed to knock when you're about to come," I said, wiping my face with a tissue from my purse. Oh God, I'm sorry. I didn't know. He panted. Did? Did you really swallow it? Sure did, Han. Wow, I don't think I've ever had that happen before. You were amazing, by the way. Thanks, you too, I said, tossing the dirty tissue into the waste bucket. You don't have to tickle my ego, he said. No, I don't. You were great. Honest, I said. I watched as his dick slid out of the hole. Thanks, I guess, he said. I checked my phone to see how late it was, but it was dead. Crap. How was I supposed to get in Uber now? With such a slow night, it barely covered my Uber anyway. Maybe I could ask Priya, but she lived on the other end of town. So she'd be doing me a huge favor. I didn't really want her to know where I lived anyway. She was nice enough, but she was still a woman who paid me to suck dicks for her. Mind if I ask what part of town you live in? I asked, how come? I, well, this isn't normal and you're by no means obligated, but I kinda need a ride. Oh, well, I'm over in Glacier Heights, he said. That was where I lived. No kidding. I'm close to there. Would it be too much trouble to ask for a ride? You don't have to go out of your way or anything. I can walk some of it. And obviously don't worry about a tip for tonight. Nonsense, he said as a crisp $100 bill slid through the hole in the wall. That was the best blowjob of my entire life. If you're on the way, then I don't see why I can't give you a lift. Holy Jesus, thank you so much. I said, taking the $100 bill. I'll meet you out back in 5. I have to clean up and square up with the owner. Sounds good, he said, and I heard the door open and shut on his side. Again, I'd like to stress that I'd normally never do this. I'm not an idiot. I know how risky it is, but Mystery Man seemed so kind at heart. I wasn't threatened by him at all. He just seemed like an alright guy. You may think that's ludicrous seeing as my judgment of his character is based on taking a load of his sperm into my mouth and swallowing it like a milkshake. But I felt safe and I'm a pretty good judge of character. Leave me alone. I put on my sweater and went out to the front. It was past 2 in the morning and the store was officially closed. Some sex shops are open 24 hours, but not us. Priya was emptying the till as I handed her my $100 tip. Keep it. The gentleman said you were amazing and that he would definitely be coming back. Wow. Thanks. I said. Don't mention it. Many people have complimented you. You're doing a great job back there. It was a weird compliment, but I took it just the same. Say, what was your read on that guy? What do you mean? Priya asked, wrapping a stack of bills with a rubber band. What was your impression of him? Frat guy. Serial killer. I couldn't see his face. He seemed like a lonely dad to me. Kind eyes. Nervous to be in a place like this. Afraid to be judged. No creepy vibes. No, not really. Why do you ask? No reason. Have a good night, I said. I stuffed my money in my bra and made my way through the shop and out the back door. The parking lot was empty except for Priya's fancy Mercedes and a big pickup that looked exactly like my stepdad's. The owner was sitting in the driver's seat, looking at a phone in his lap. I could tell because the light from his phone glowed on his chest. But the bill of a baseball cap covered his face. I walked over to the truck and opened the door, climbing into the passenger seat. Like I said, you don't have to go out of your way at all. Just head home and I'll hop out at some point. I told him. The man looked up and my stomach dropped through the floor of the truck, through the asphalt underneath, through the sewer systems and all the way down to the core of the planet somewhere. Gabby, he asked, eyes wide. I swallowed hard, the taste of his sperm still in my mouth. Hey, dad.